Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Hey, Hey, what's up, Jimmy? I'm right here near some trees and all that. Yeah. Oh, that, oh yeah. that's actually making me happy to see that in the background. So thank you for reminding right me that there's right an outside on. because Hell it's been yeah. a while for me. <laughs> I have I have to be outside, man. I mean, you know, keeping my distance, obviously, like I usually go to parks so that I don't have to walk the streets and you know what I mean? And right. especially, you know, getting stopped and stuff because I, I don't really like wearing my mask unless I absolutely have to. So if I'm just walking, then I'm not usually wearing my mask, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. happy you brought that up because we have Jimmy Fails on Bitch Talk and we are so excited to have you. And uh, the reason this came about was thanks <laughs> to my co-host here, Aaron, uh, mm-hmm. saw that you'd posted on Instagram that it was your birthday and you were going to mm-hmm. spend it in Washington Square Park, which is down the street from my house. And you mm-hmm. wanted people to come visit, but the caveat was you had to bring your favorite book and share uh, some quotes from it. So mm-hmm. I grabbed my book. I knew which one I was going to pick immediately. Oh yeah. I met you in the park and you were just chilling. I mean, I, I just loved your energy. I mean, I, I wouldn't have even looked twice and, and noticed not that you would have an entourage or anything, but yeah, sitting in the park, you had a book, you had a notebook and uh, there was one person in front of me, but I just really enjoyed my conversation with you and you were so gracious to say, that you'd come back on bitch talk. So how, first yeah. of all, how was your birthday? How, um, how did you come up? Man, with it was idea? the best. Uh, it, I mean, it honestly just came to me sort of instinctually. I just feel like I've experienced so much growth on the last film I did. It was an intense shoot and intense character I played, but I just feel like I just, you know, and, and diving into the character and doing all the research, I just really had a lot of self discoveries that I made. And um, I just, I don't know. I just, and I, I'd been kind of, locked away like for that whole shoot because I kind of wanted to be and I, I kind of had to be uh so I just really I just love people and I love human interaction and I know during this time it's hard for people to get that so you know I just was like I don't know it just came to me one morning and I was like yeah sure you know I don't know that that seems, seems like some cool I can meet some cool people get some good quotes and some inspiration and some books you know it's just made sense to me um my birthday was the best birthday I've ever had in my life uh just wow. because of that just because I you know the best present I could have ever had was all the growth I experienced you know just feeling a year older and wiser and just mm-hmm. experiencing things and and then on top of that it was just like my dad bought me these diamond earrings which I didn't expect and I was oh, like oh shit wow. right, cool. okay excuse uh, me yeah. I know, I know. I had to, you know, I was going, I was like, damn, I can't even wear these every day. He's doing too much. I ain't even like that. (laughs) Um, You know, but uh, no, but yeah. And then, you know, there was this really cool girl that was sitting, I I don't know if she was sitting with me when you came up, but she had, she was like a freshman at UC Berkeley. She was like 18. And she was like, she took Bart from Berkeley and was like waiting there since, she was waiting at Washington Square from like, at like one. She had been there since one. I didn't get there till like 3.30, 3.45. So I just hella hung out with her and she wrote like all these different quotes from all these different books, had like two pages of stuff. And she just ended up being super cool. And, you know, I just send her a little 
inspirational stuff. Like we're friends now, you know, it was just, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to happen. So it's just hella cool, you know? Yeah, Jimmy, can uh, can we rewind a little bit? Because the last time I saw you was at the Kabuki Theater. Um, I actually did one of the Q and A's at the Kabuki for you guys, mm-hmm. and um, for the last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know it was a long. It feels like four hundred years ago. I know. But, <laughs> I mean, it really does. So much has changed, but for you, a lot has changed. Can you talk about? that process first of all promoting that film and then to where you are now and shooting films like things have changed um, a lot yeah man things have ch- i mean it's like not like how you would think it's like you know after last black man there was like a rough patch where i wasn't getting any jobs for a mm. long time and i got kicked out of my spot and you know and i was like homeless for a second again and you know so it was like you know but but um you know, when Last Black Man came out, the press tour and how we were touring the movie, it's like we got to go all over the world, you yeah. know, with this one movie that we made. And it just, it was just so, I mean, it's just crazy that we did that one thing and got to really explore and see how different cultures sort of live. And, you know, I just, yeah, I mean, it was just the the funnest thing. I just was, man, I just couldn't believe it, you know. <laughs> Can I ask how the, how the world or the places that you travel to receive mm-hmm. the film? Oh man, every, I mean, every time that was the best part about it was just like, even if there was a language barrier, which there was in like Switzerland where they all spoke Italian. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, I was in Locarno, Switzerland, which is the Italian part of Switzerland, but, uh, they, you know, it's like, even with the language barrier, like they all just kind of got it. They all could latch on to something, even if it wasn't, you know, they, that they were black felt like the last black people was like, there's so many other layers and there's so many other themes and stuff that people can relate to and it just is so universal it just it just is more of an attest to the fact that it is so universal you know and I didn't think so you know I, I really didn't think that my story was that universal and it just you know it just I don't know warms my heart to know that it, it can just go anywhere even like Japan it just released in Japan a couple months ago and me and Joe had to do like a, a press a zoom press junket mm. sort of thing <laughs> yeah yeah, can you talk about that process? Because you this is your first major mm-hmm. professional role, your first lead, all of mm-hmm. a sudden, seemingly overnight. Now everybody knows you, loves this film, is just right. obs- really obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you how do you deal with that whole process? All of a sudden, every, everybody knows you. Oh, and- man, I know. It's, like it's hard. You know, it's like, it's funny, because I just left for that shoot that I just finished, a film called Solitary. Really, really great film. I can't wait for that. But, um, you know, I was gone for two months and I felt like I needed to go, you know, because I was just a lot of distractions and old friends or old habits that I don't really want anymore and stuff like that. And when I got back, you know, I mean, it's like I was always recognizable around the city and stuff, but I just try to I try to find the places that are still mine. Like, I really like to spend a lot of time alone if I'm not with my girlfriend and, you know, just just kind of finding the spaces in the city where I can go and just just chill, you know, because like I, I, I try to walk Great Highway because it's like, you know, oh, it's yeah. just cool to yep. walk that. And like, you know, I tried to do that the other day and like I stopped like four or five times, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is like fine. It's like I, I understand that people love it and stuff, but it's also like I'm just I'm just walking on Great Highway and I I'm I just finished another film. So I'm, I'm kind of moved on from that film. Like, I appreciate people telling me how much it meant to them and stuff, but I just don't like when people start being journalists and shit, like, on the street. Like, why would you start asking me, you know what I mean? Like, why would you start asking me questions about the film? You know what I mean? Like, just on the street, like, as if I have the time. Right. As if, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, but I appreciate everyone that supports it at the same time, you know, so I'm never going to be rude or anything. Um, yeah. It's just, you know, it's just what it is. I, 
I don't care about the, the famous part of it. It's not why I do, it's not why I act, you know what I mean? I act because it helps me and yeah. I like to make people feel things. So the, the fame thing is, you know, I don't really give a fuck about Sorry, excuse my French, but- no, It's called no, bitch I, talk, say what oh, okay, yeah, yeah. whatever you want. I don't, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, I don't give a fuck about none of that famous <laughs> shit, honestly, I don't give a fuck. You know, yeah. like I just I just do it because I love to do it and it, and it I, I find myself through it and it's very therapeutic and yeah, I mean. Yeah, and can we talk about, I mean, you're just talking about this this year being therapeutic um, for you. And, and it's, mm -hmm. I think it's been a mix for us too, you know? I mean, we're yeah. in a pandemic though, and um, a lot of shit's happened this year, but, but somehow you're finding peace in that. Can you talk about that a little bit? Or Man, find, think, at least finding yourself in that? Yeah, I mean, I think when I went to Canada and I had to, that's where I was shooting the last film. I just was like in, they, they had me in this Airbnb in this place called Harrison Hot Springs, Canada, which is like a weird little kind of vacation town. It's like near this big lake and it's like snowy mountains in the back, all these trees and just wilderness and just quiet. And I was in this Airbnb with like a nice balcony. And it's like, I got to decompress from playing this intense character that was a heroin addict essentially. Mm. And I, you know, I lost like nearly 50 pounds for the role. I didn't need to lose that much weight, but I just, did anyways um but so but you know I just got to be at one with the the environment sort of thing and got to just decompress and just you know just go out there at night and look at the moon and I don't know you know just go out by the lake and you know just watch the lake and it was just the perfect place for me to be and it just you know because I'm a city boy but I do need a break from that sometimes because it's a yes. lot with all these cars you know I mean even like right now mm -hmm. on fucking Oak Street right now, just all these cars whizzing by and all these people in stores. And sometimes I don't want all of that. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what I appreciate too about the pandemic is like, we're really finding creative ways to fulfill all these things. Like for, for your birthday, just to bring it back, like you missed having those connections and those conversations with people that maybe you would normally have at your favorite bar or, you know, the, yeah, the grocery out. store or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. that's just like, or on the bus, I miss yes, right. exactly. meeting yeah, someone yeah, on the yeah, bus yes, and having a yes, conversation yes, yes, for like yes. 40 minutes, you know, and you yes. have like a new homie that just doesn't happen anymore, even without the pandemic, you know, like, yeah. you just don't really. So I think we're kind of going back to that again, like remembering how important stuff like that was. And mm -hmm. like you, your birthday was an inspiration for me. Like, Oh God, I want to do something cool like that. You know, yeah, it just was like, not as many yeah, people, come, you but. know, yeah. <laughs> exactly but just like just just finding I don't know other ways to you know I just felt like that was the ultimate like sort of selfless thing I could do on my birthday like I didn't want it to just be all about me on my birthday you know what I mean like it is about me don't get me wrong <laughs> but like, the earrings but and those diamond earrings yeah, yeah, you know what I mean like definitely and I definitely had to bring those out people had to see those in person so they could see how they were shining <laughs> you know what I mean for sure but but yeah but you know <laughs> Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about your um, your acting process and the way that it's it's growing now? I mean, oh, man, that's that's a great question. I can't I don't want to give mean, too many things right, away right. To, about my formula, but I just think that it's you know, I'm just starting to learn more and more like what my process is, you know, um, like with the last film, I just, you know, different things like journaling as my character every day and just all this little this little small stuff like warm-ups that I didn't do. Like when I did Last Black Man, Jonathan would always be doing all these voice warm-ups and all this other stuff. And I never really did that. Um, you know, I still did 
did an okay job or whatever, but you know, it just, I just saw how seriously he took those things and I didn't take it that serious. And when I got to Canada, I was like, damn, I'm playing a new character. I got a Brooklyn accent. I'm, I'm, I'm going into some completely new territory. So I need to figure out what it is that I need to do. So it's like, you know, I do like 30 tongue twitches a morning for diction. Huh. I have hmm. to stretch. I have to take a cold shower. It's like, you know, just little, just little bitty things like that. I don't know. Um, you know, on top of, you know, going over the lines and whatever, but right. Yeah. And just, you kind of find it as, as you go, you know, I'm yeah. still learning. And are you still writing and do you want to yeah, create I mean, new films? I'm actually, episodic. yeah, I'm, I'm actually developing a film now with my acting uh, coach, who's a good friend of mine. Um, it's about my experience in group home and all the sort of corruption that was going on in that and, whatever it's still in the beginning so you know and me and joe have something that's on hold right now because he has like a tv show to shoot and his own movie to shoot uh but yeah you know i got stuff on the horizon for sure i'm trying to produce this movie my friend wants to make so you know trying to stay creative as possible but i've just been writing i've actually been back into my music i did music before i started acting so i've been kind of revisiting that since i got back oh um, okay yeah, yeah yes i was gonna ask you mentioned when i saw you on your birthday that you were shooting a music video the next day oh that, yeah for your no, own I project no i didn't end up doing that just because i kind of i'm supposed to be in quarantine so that i could see family uh, oh, for Thanksgiving. Right. Yep, yep. so you know like mm -hmm. i'm at a park but i'm like you know i'm not near anyone whatever and I can't sit in the house all day. Like, that's just not me. But um, yeah, so I ended up canceling on that video. The dude was kind of unprofessional. He wasn't like, hit me back up, whatever. I'm still going to do it, but I just, you know, probably after Thanksgiving or something. But the song is called Hot Toddy, and it's a banger. Because it's, it's just a banger. You know what I mean? That's, that's how I get down. You know, I'm just, yeah. There's I nothing I can't do. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's yes. Literally, literally. And it's the perfect... It's very autumnal. It's very sensual. It's it's, okay. it's all these. It's warm, but it's like, but it slaps though. You know what I mean? Yeah. What kind uh, of music do you sing? Or I mean, produce? it's rap. It's rap. It is. That was a rap song. You know, I go by okay. Jabo when I rap. That's like my moniker. But I do, you know, I do sing and do other stuff as well. But usually, I just do the my character Jabo. A lot of people like that. Like I used to do shows around the city and stuff. People like know and you know, they know about me in that sense, but they're okay. always just like, oh, wow, you're like an actor now. Like, you don't even go by J-Bo anymore because nobody called me Jimmy until just recently. Like, I, I'm pretty, I was pretty well known in the city before the movie. Like, I know a lot of people. Yeah. And nobody called me Jimmy. They called me J-Bo because that's my nickname my, my dad gave me and I always kind of introduced myself as that. So I had to get used to being called Jimmy, but I actually like to be called Jimmy because J-Bo had a lot of bad habits and whatever. So I only bring him back in my music. You know <laughs> Got what I mean? It. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So Washington Square Park is one of your favorite places in this city. Do you have any mm -hmm. other like not not that you want them to blow up, but any other secret places in the city that you really <laughs> hold near and dear? Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you some that like I, that aren't that special to me just because I want to blow my spots up. I get it. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, we get it. But but no. Yeah. But I love, uh, you know, I love the be I just love being nearby the water. So, you know, like the little beach at the end of the wharf, that little dock there, like mm -hmm. that's like a really special place for me. Um, Stowe Lake. Apparently there's a oh. ghost at Stowe Lake. I tried there to is. find her last night. I tried yes. to find her last night and I didn't, she wasn't there when I was there. I was looking for her type shit. You know what I mean? Cause I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to experience that, but Aww. she wasn't nowhere to be found when I was there. I was out there like, it was like, go late. I was like, all right, 11.45, I'm here, Stowe Lake. I don't see no ghosts. Well, maybe it was the mushrooms then, but I, I saw it. <laughs> it was a long time ago, but anyway. Maybe I, need to, yeah. maybe I need to go back and hopefully she not hella mean because I was just like, where you at? You know what I mean? I was out there 
you know? <laughs> <laughs> she supposed to come up to you and ask where your baby, I was like, I got your baby right here. Where, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I was going to ask you now that you've been traveling around, um, are you still going to call San Francisco your home base? I would like to do that, but I also want to leave for a little bit. I think I need to get established more in the business and then I can be able to go back and forth, you know, but I feel like I do. I'm moving to LA in December and I just need to at least stay there for a few months um, and, you know, just get my career off the ground, like at least after the next film, you know, and then I can figure it out sort yeah. of thing. But, you know, I would like to probably not San Francisco though. I would probably want to live like, I, I really like Berkeley. Mm -hmm. um, I really Bay. like Marin. Yeah. I really like Marin. I've been staying, with, yeah. been staying with my friend's family in Mill Valley and they have a lovely house and I love that area. So, and there's also houseboats in Sausalito. Oh, well, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know, so like, I mean, I could see myself on a house, but I mean, so I'm, you know, I'm having all these things. I probably won't live on a houseboat till I'm like an old no, person. No, you could <laughs> but, claim you know, that houseboat now. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, I mean, that's rules. Thing. Yeah. There's no, no rules. I mean, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, I just, whatever, whatever keeps me inspired. And when I, you know, I went to this houseboat and I was like, damn, like, this is crazy. Like you're on the water because I love the water so much. So it's like, I literally get to live on it. So I'm at one with it sort of thing all the time. It's like, that has been, you know, and I also, when I was in London, I was looking at some cool houseboats there along oh, the canal. Okay. Um, and that was super cool. Yeah. Um, so I don't know there's, you know, it's an idea. The world's your oyster. I ain't got the money yet, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's you will. Idea. You will. Yeah. Yep. yeah we'll there's plenty, there. we'll plenty of time for that. Well, I, yeah. I read an article you're being interviewed and you have a relationship with Barry Jenkins. We've had him on Bitch Talk yeah. before and we want yeah. to get him on again. Can you can you talk about he sort of mentored you? Yeah, he did mentor. We haven't talked to Barry in a while, but he did mentor us because he was going to come on and produce Last Black Man. But oh, then he had okay. to go. He had to go shoot this little movie uh, called Moonlight. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Priorities. So, Never so heard he, of it. Yeah, Damn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, whatever. But he was always, you know, he was super helpful, like answering questions and super open to us. We just emailed him out of the blue, found his email and he was just super cool and gracious, <laughs> wow. you know? So it was like, yeah. you know, and that's why I keep my email open. So people could email me and shit like that. Cause I just want to be able to at least be like, Hey, even if I'm, you know, if I can't work on their stuff or whatever, like I'll at least take a look at it or, or whatever, you know, cause you never know who, who's talented that just doesn't have the opportunity, you know? So I'd rather, you know, and it's always somebody on the come up and those are the, the hungry people are the ones making the best art. Yeah, I was going to uh, go back to the girl that came from UC Berkeley for your birthday. Yeah. I feel like, you know, with La The Last Black Man in San Francisco, it really opened up the eyes uh, for a lot of kids. And yeah, it's man, it's crazy, man. And I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's like the fact that they're, you know, I did one movie and they're like showing it at schools and stuff yeah, like that. It's yep. like, it's kind of crazy that I was able to even do that. You know, I mean, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, when you're writing and, that, were you even thinking about that? Audience? No, not at all. Not yeah. at all. Um, and, you know, I, I really didn't expect the younger crowd to be like, says they're really die hard about it. It's like these, these kids, when they see me, they're like, oh, my God. And I'm like, yo, 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 chill, chill. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. chill. It's yeah. all good. I am not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just whatever, you know? Um, but, yeah, man, I, like I was just doing a Zoom Cause I ran into my old, I'm actually by her house now. My acting teacher, who's the reason I act today, literally um, my acting teacher in high school and she lives around here. And I ran into her randomly on her, on her street. I stopped on the corner. I was like, why is this corner for hell familiar? And then she just drove by. It was like the, oh. fucking, the fucking universe, man. Yep. And then, yep. so she told me to, 
And then she told me to uh, do a Zoom class with the drama classes. She, te- she still teaches drama. And so I did a Zoom and they were just all like, just so happy that I was there, just asking all these really good questions. And they had done all of their research. And, you know, it was just like, damn, like, that's what's up. Like, you know what I mean? It just gave me hella hope in the youth, man. I just feel like the youth are just doing, they're just, I don't know, man. There's so many great young minds out there and they're so progressive and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's that weird blend of when it comes to art, it's that weird mix of like the more specific you are, the, mm-hmm. more, the more universal the story becomes. Yeah, wow. Crazy yeah, magic. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I love how you're you're really picky. You know, you have your you you have your standards when you're you're not just going to take any role. Yeah, well, no, nah, I can't ways, do that, man. Yeah, what made you so just like about your cause, you know, was it growing up in San Francisco and the the people around I mean, it's just me trying to keep my own sort of, you know, I know what I bring to the table and I know I'm unique in my own way. And I know, and I just hold these certain values, you know what I mean? And I just think that I only want to do stuff that kind of leaves a legacy behind, you know, like the last, the last movie I did solitary is talking about what solitary confinement does to, to, to a man and black mental health and all these things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to be talking about stuff like that, you know, like I just got uh, sent something and, um, it, you know, and it was like, you know, it's like some FBI crime drama or whatever. I would just play some like charismatic agent or, you know, that's trying to figure out this murder. And it was like, that's cool, but it's, it's not really much depth to that. I don't know. You know, it's like, I didn't really find that there is much depth in the character and I just feel like I want to do deeper stuff. And that's the stuff that's going to hit home. That's the stuff that's going to live forever. That's, that's the stuff that I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you, do you feel in the last year with, I mean, I even hate saying just like the social justice movement, but that's what mm-hmm. everyone's calling it. But, yeah, um, sure. but with that happening, are you seeing better roles come through? For people of yeah, color? Yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, the one that I got for sure, but I mean, he's a black filmmaker and I think there's they are starting to open up to more black voices in the industry, which is fine. And it's about it's about goddamn time. But, right. you know, like, yeah. So I think, you know, it's, it, it is our turn and I think some stuff will come up. There hasn't been in a while, but, I, you know, I have booked another film. I'm doing a horror film in a few months and that's going to be super dope. And that, and that story was like, I looked at the character, it's like a horror film, but there's so many other layers to it. And my character in that movie is just, you know, just layered, you know, and then that's, and that's what drew me to him. So um, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I think it's an exciting time for people of color that are filmmakers for sure. And I think, you know, we got to stay, we got to stay on it and keep our ideas and, you know, make sure we're, we're getting those out there because you know the world needs to see that because we don't just live in a goddamn white world and frankly no, no. you know what i mean it's like you mm-hmm. know yeah it's like we we got all the culture we got the culture right we yeah. move the culture forward <laughs> right and have been and have exactly been. Yeah, yeah and now you know you have the receipts to prove it like how successful <laughs> last black man was we just talked about moonlight like people are are yeah. hungry for yeah. these stories told by the people who live them so yeah man yeah and just you know again vulnerability that's everything once i started being vulnerable in my life my life got so much better Hmm. you know what i'm saying and i couldn't be vulnerable i didn't allow myself to be for a long time Hmm. you know that's so hard for me to believe because sorry to go back to last black man like that's all you're just vulnerable the whole time i mean you're like the most 
Yeah, you're the one character, like you just want to hug you the whole time because oh, you're just like looking off and dreaming. Hugs. And <laughs> I mean, maybe it's COVID that's bringing that out. I just miss, <laughs> I miss hugs too. Yeah. But yeah, just the way you look at the city and the house, and it's just, you're vulnerable the entire time. I mean, that's that's how I am though. I just I just really appreciate all the little things, like even like the silhouette of the trees right now. I know it's real pretty. It's you know real what I mean? Pretty. It's like, but yep. I just I didn't get I didn't. Uh, let myself appreciate those little things for such a long time and until I started being vulnerable and then that's when I started to I every day I have is a good day like I don't even like I got I crashed my car I had to get a new car because I crashed my car a few weeks ago and I still had a good ass day even though I completely fucked my car up I mean I was fine I, I was fine but it was completely my fault and you know what I mean whatever it happened and you know but I, I allow myself to have these good days and just be present with everyone it's like every interaction I even have that the grocery store, the fucking smoke shop or whatever. It's like, it's, I don't know, it's just good vibes. Cause you, you really do, you know, the universe has been so good to me because of what I've been putting out. I used to put out a lot of negative energy and I got that back. Mm. And now I don't do that and, and everything is fine. You know what I mean? It really is. And even when something bad comes up, it's like, I can deal with that. And, and you know, and just not let that dictate how I'm gonna, how, the rest of my day, I'm not gonna let it, con- you know, control that. I love that you just brought that up. Go ahead, Ange. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate you saying that. Just I just love, I mean, and it shouldn't be rare to hear a man say things like that about vulnerability. It is nice and refreshing. And you saying that I, I just hurt my knee over the weekend, but I still had a really good weekend, you know? Yeah, and right? I, might need yeah. crutch, I need crutches. I might oh, need surgery. Shit, I'm Who knows? Sorry, but I, no, it's, it's fine, but I still... Yeah. Thank you. But I still had a good weekend. I was telling her I still had a good weekend. Though, like some really good things still happened. And mm-hmm. so that's on my mind, too, is just is really perspective, you know? Yeah. And I mean, and just being compassionate, compassionate with yourself, too. I mean, even if, you know, it's like there's certain things like I might make a to do list and not get everything done on that. I'm, I'm really I can be really hard on myself sometimes. So I'm like, you know, show yourself some compassion. It's like, you know, you couldn't do all of those things on your list, maybe or just like whatever you make a mistake and just just all right it's fine you know it's just like people aren't one thing i got that tattooed on the inside of my arm because that's oh. a line that just you know what i mean literally hmm. yeah, yeah i have to remind myself of that every day i look down at it every day i'm like all right cool you know and right. whenever i feel like i you know whatever I, I feel like i may have acted out of character i made a mistake whatever and i'm, uh, I'm starting to self-loathe and fucking dig myself into a deep hole of just self you know, criticism and all that self doubt and whatever, just like, you know, people are one thing, man. It's all right. It's all right. Hmm. I think that's one of the lessons of COVID also in the pandemic. It's okay. You don't have to be perfect. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. It is okay. And you need to all the time you need to work on yourself and you are not obligated to talk to anyone i mean you should you know i think it's good to process things but Mm -hmm. you know you also have to figure out what works for you you know so yeah you know whatever that is jimmy it's been an honor to have you back on bitch talk for real uh just because the last the last time you were on it was a red carpet i don't remember what we said yeah (laughs) and i was like i was like when i just got done with all the press training so i'm just like i got everything kind of lined up what i'm gonna say and i can't even really be me you know i was kind of you know whatever but i'll come back anytime i'll come back anytime y'all hit me up whenever if y'all got like any whatever like I, i i enjoyed this thoroughly and yeah well, we enjoy you. 
And and oh, yeah. one one last thing. So, what's your favorite book? And if you remember a quote from it, um, my favorite book, man, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, I mean, probably The Alchemist, man, because that really changed oh. my life when I was sixteen. You know, and it might mm-hmm. be cliche, but it's just everything he writes is just so profound and mm-hmm. just thought provoking and just like just really I don't know it like opens your third eye or something mm-hmm. uh you know I can't remember any quotes off the, I haven't read that book in a long time no that's um, a good one yep yeah but um yeah that's probably that's probably one of them for me also Desolation Angels by Jack Kerouac oh, I love that yeah. book as well mm-hmm. I, don't, I definitely don't know a quote from that but it's so beautifully written um and I just relate to that guy on so many levels well, I hope so, good holiday season. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a beautiful holiday as well. This has been very great. And I'm, yeah, I'm in a great mood after this. I just feel like it's cool <laughs> to just talk to y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's yeah, cool. same. Going, hell yeah. Going a little night stroll and hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate you, Jimmy. Take hell care. Yeah. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.